Hello, Family Stories audience on Expression Radio. I'm here today with Ronnie, and uh, we are excited that this is uh, February, the month of love. Valentine's Day was just a couple days ago, and so we have just been uh, kind of thinking about, well, you know, our love and just, you know, what we love about each other and kind of like thinking because we're we're about to be 17 years in uh this year so we've just been kind of thinking too about okay so what has surprised us about it what has uh been you know um worked what has made us work i think uh you know that uh, like on Valentine's Day, I, one thing I just thought about uh, this past Valentine's Day was like, you know, people talk about, they criticize it and say it's overly commercialized and it's just a way for uh, Walmart to get, you know, a few extra dollars or whatever. But as a married man, you know, the uh, activity of getting the card mm-hmm. and writing the card out causes you to what? Reflect on. Uh, all right, now what do I feel right now, and where are we at? Right. Uh, and I think that's such a good and and healthy thing. Yeah. And if for anything else, I think Valentine's Day can be helpful in a to a relationship that way. Yeah, totally. And I will have to say that Ronnie, uh, all the women in his life, and by women I mean <laughs> okay. myself, his mom, and my mother, <laughs> those women in his life. Um, we love a Ronnie card because it comes with a not just what the card says, but his own little handwritten note to us, whether it be on Mother's Day or birthdays or for me, Valentine's Day and anniversaries. And it is just an immediate, immediately tears. Not that that's his goal, not that that's our goal reading it, <laughs> but he his writing, it is just a known fact, it moves us. Um so it's really cool. Was it last year for maybe our anniversary that you kind of started that poem? Do you oh, remember? Man, you put me on the spot here. What am I remembering right now? No, just the <laughs> no, uh, not, not the lines of it or anything that you <laughs> are on the spot to remember. <laughs> but just remember how you, I forget, like at the end of the day with you or something like that or. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. We'll have to uh, look that up and find it because it was it was worthy. Yeah. So, uh, but you know, I think that if we can use Valentine's Day to just kind of take a minute, it's like a, almost like a uh, what's it? Uh, what do you call? It? We go to a doctor every once in a while. A well visit. Yeah. Checkup. So, check there we go. <laughs> I, something was going like up check. <laughs> but uh, yeah, just a little bit of a checkup of just like how we doing, what's happening. It kind of causes you to reflect, and I, I think that. Uh, it's got me kind of my wheel spinning a little bit on, uh, you know, so often we talk about romance and what's called love on the front end of a relationship. But what does love look like on a day to day? Yeah, um, every day. And, ha- you know, and how do you carry that love uh, throughout? Right. So we were also just kind of reading, uh, again, the uh, hype around love, which and I guess we should um, mention kind of like the all of the buzz around like Travis and Taylor, Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift. Like that is like oh, yeah. <laughs> love on display right now. But the reason I'm bringing that up is because sometimes like the two of them or like some of these movie quotes that I found, like um, obviously Jerry Maguire, like you complete me, you've had me at hello, uh-huh. you know, all those moments that maybe you can relate to him at some point in your life. 
that they are not the comparison that I think so many times people and we put on ourselves. Right. You know? Right. Well, you know, uh, speaking of comparison, which, uh, you know, Sam said I could talk about this uh, before we got started. Okay. And that is that uh, we're mourning a 49ers loss. We are. Yet another 49ers loss in the Super Bowl. Not to just mention yet another 49ers loss to uh, the Chiefs. <laughs> Uh, with Travis Kelsey and right. Taylor in the booth. And, and for our Stewart family, you know, this is now our boys. Because you grew up and you fell in love with the 49ers because what? You saw that Super Bowl victory at right. seven years old. Right. And then you saw multiple ones after that. Right. But for our boys, this is the third Super Bowl. Lost. And we go all out with, you know, our food menu and just really hoping for a victory. And so for our boys, this is the third Super Bowl loss that they've experienced uh-huh. from the Niners. So I want it for our boys as much as I want it for the Niners. Yeah, and we'll get there. But, we will, you know, we will. I, I wanted to mention that because uh, a really funny video that you and I were uh uh, laughing at this morning is you know that the Kelsey uh, boys have a podcast together uh, so um, and you know one of the things it said was that Travis and Taylor is like the fluffy romance that you think about for Valentine's Day right. but they were talking about how Jason and his wife what was her name uh-huh, Kylie Kylie are goals Right. Uh, and and the uh, two difference between the two that they were showing is one is all the hot and heavy romance and uh, oh my goodness they're both famous and they both love each other so much and all of that but then you've got this other ones that's like uh, yeah I saw your gut uh, as you were thrusting in the uh, dance and it wasn't very pretty mm-hmm. um, and just like even being able to go back and forth with one another in the comfort of and security of their love mm-hmm. uh, that's me analyzing it uh right From there afar, instead of, instead right. of just laughing at it but in the comfort and security of their love you know they it's kind of like they look at each other going you're not that impressive and i love you to death mm-hmm. you know <laughs> that kind of and, and then people go that's it's neat because people go i'm longing for that like i want to touch through the whole travis and taylor thing but i'm longing for that right. uh, part where i don't have to perform to right it's find the love. forever but it's the day in and day out there's the, it's the we had we didn't have dinner um on valentine's day in a fancy way we had a, a valentine lunch Yes, we did. In the middle of the day. And then we went to off to Awana and School of Ministry <laughs> with a sick kid at home and right. pickups in between and all the different things. But we fit but, it in, though. But we fit it in. And so that, I think, is the takeaway. Um, but just speaking of the day in and day out, I was kind of reflecting and telling you on Valentine's Day that, because I'm an expectations girl, I don't know if any of our listeners relate to me, but I have kind of an expectation always in my mind about every subject about every subject right like Mm -hmm. what am i going to have for dinner tonight i hope it's not just a swing through meaningless dinner like that's an example of me having an expectation but um so obviously uh i was just very excited for love and marriage you know long to be a wife all the things and so obviously had kind of a built up expectation of all that but what i was sharing with you the other night is um just thinking back on <laughs> you know um early 20s brian and just the um 
expectation and the dreams and of love and marriage that I had and everything, I was just kind of smiling as I reflected on our marriage, just that I think that it really has exceeded my expectations because you don't, you think it's just like vacations and, uh, right. you know, steak dinners over candlelight or something. Um, but it is just so much fuller than that. And yes. it's, you know, kids and busy lives and for us ministry and um, just the in and out, but just the home that we are to each other and just that, uh, you know, team that we are, that I'm life gonna, partnership. I'm going to quote James Taylor. Do it. Um, where he talks about, he has a song called The Secret of Life. Mm-hmm. And he says the secret of life is uh, enjoying the passing of time. Any fool can do it. <laughs> and uh, I, I really feel like that when you find someone that you can enjoy the passing of time, uh, meaning that, you know, like you're saying, not everything is exciting moments, not everything is steak dinners and vacations that it gets put really well. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it is, you know, just, hey, who are you picking up and when? Mm-hmm. And when can we get back to watch the TV show that we like together? Right. And just... Uh, also real things are just the um, you know challenges that life faces like even the busyness is one thing but then a life challenge uh, someone's sick in your family right uh, a bad doctor's report learn a lot about each other and your love right you know uh, <laughs> a layoff a mm. um, you know a diagnosis or whatever that might right. be that a family might have to deal with um, is just being able to know that you're doing it together with right. God, you know? And I think that that is the ultimate love. And this is the moment where things I think can start to splinter for people, um, you know, cause not everybody, uh, you know, kind of thinks ahead on, on those kind of experiences. Some things you can't ever, uh, you know, I'm, I know about, you know, some families even in our congregation right now that are facing things that they would have never dreamed that they would be facing, right? And uh, I'm watching the way that they go through that together, mm-hmm. um, uh, the way that uh, the roles that they take, you know, whereas like one person uh, might have been always the one depended on for so long and then when life happens in a certain way and the other person's got to totally settle into that role and the, and the shit all that kind of stuff uh, right. can change and uh, wow the way that you partner I think that's the key word is partner with each other the way you can be a team uh, is really kind of the vehicle for for this thing we call love yeah I think. so I think that that is what, um, as we were kind of talking about uh, love and reflecting on our own um, at Valentine's Day and things like that, what we were kind of sharing back and forth where it kept kind of coming back to that um, team mm-hmm. and that, you know, we are one. We are not Ronnie um, doing his own thing and Brian doing her own thing. Right. Um, we are a unit. And I think it's important for our kids to know that. I think that they're very aware. And then for honestly, we are the ones who have to at times remind ourselves like, no, it's we, you know, tell me, share with me. How can I be part of that or help with that or um, whatever that might be? And 
um, I was reminded of uh, when we had our premarital counseling. And I can't remember if I've already shared this on uh, family stories or not, but it's impactful to this day. So mm-hmm. I'm going to, it's worth a reshare if I did. Um, but during our uh premarital counseling which we are side note to everyone listening we are big components of premarital counseling yeah it was we believe in it we loved ours together and um we just feel like it is so helpful and you might be saying oh i'm already in the marriage and i didn't have premarital counseling we've known several families that uh are like hey we need premarital counseling even though we're 10 years in yeah whatever that might be when i've personally done counseling with couples i love to start with premarital counseling mm-hmm. <laughs> type of questions uh, uh because it's best to go back to the block the building blocks of where you started right to know where to go forward so um but one of the profound things that came out of our premarital counseling for me was and i think that if you listen to our show at all you know i am a daddy's girl uh my dad keith uh has been on our show a couple times and he was just our hero you know it was uh my mom and my sister and i so it was three women in the household with him growing up and he was just all of our rock and our our guy you know mm-hmm. we he made us i feel like a daddy's girl my sister feels like a daddy's girl my mom feels totally adored and so um that's who my dad so men that's intimidating when you're walking <laughs> into a relationship well i was gonna even say <laughs> my dad not that he was perfect but it was how he made each of us feel yeah that uh set kind of a standard right uh moving forward but in that premarital counseling um the the lady tyrone and carita gore were who did our premarital counseling shout out to them we love them but um she turned and looked at me during one of our times our sessions and said uh your dad is your hero and i was like yes you know like absolutely and she said it's uh as you take on the role of a wife your hero has to shift to now your husband Mm. is your hero your husband is that first call your husband is uh who you are a team and a a unit with and it was just so what i personally needed to hear and um i think really set us up even there were times when you were still like are you comparing me to your dad right now in Mm. the middle of our marriage or in, in the middle of things that we were going through and so i had to come back to that reminder at times um as we grew uh together in our own marriage relationship but it was just such a important thing that i think could have been things could have been way worse for us navigating those first few years of a life together i, I think it was such right and helpful advice in fact let's talk about this and unpack it more when we come back We hope you are enjoying today's show. We believe that God has given us a voice to impact communities and regions all over the world. If you would like to make sure that voice is heard, please partner with us today by visiting www.expressionradio.org and click donate. You can also text give by texting the dollar amount followed by the word radio to the number 84321. First time text givers, please choose Expression Church of Huntington when prompted. All gifts are tax deductible. Join us as we change the world.
everybody, welcome back uh, to Family Stories. Yeah, so uh, right before the break, um, Bryn was unpacking uh, something from our premarital uh, time that was really impacting, I think, not only to her, but to really our marriage, yeah. and that is that she had an awesome father, mm-hmm. y'all. She still does. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, we were just kind of laughing about how he was so great. Uh, and, you know, like you said, I think it's well said that he wasn't perfect, but the way that he uh, made you each feel uh, taken care of, secured, supported, all that kind of thing, loved, um, you know, made it it kind of raise the bar mm-hmm. uh, inside of you, which, uh, you know, over time as a husband, you're so thankful for. Uh, on the front end of it, you're going, oh, I, don't, I hope I can handle this. Um, uh, but, you know, being able to be challenged uh, there in the middle of that where um, the premarital counselor said, hey, it's important that you change from, yes, dad's always going to be a hero of my heart, but now I'm giving my whole heart, mind, and life mm-hmm. to my husband. And I'm looking now for his success and his counsel and his, uh, uh, you know, love. Uh, I think that is so important because, you know, for me, uh, in in all of the, because um, I've had an opportunity a lot of times to uh, help couples and minister to couples and all those kind of things. And there's some classic issues, I think, that uh, we run into that can get marriages a little bit stuck. And for men, I know that one of those is, uh, you know, God built us to be leaders he built us to be leaders of a uh, relationship, of a home, and um, when we feel like we can't, uh, or we feel like something's stacked against us, or we don't know how to succeed as a husband or as a uh, father or whatever, that uh, I think that there, inside of men, because of that leader inside of us, we are too quick to turn on the "Oh my gosh, am I a failure?" Uh, thing and it becomes a real struggle uh, in the heart of a marriage if a man can't figure out how to shake off this feeling mm-hmm. of being a failure. Um, you know, and what uh, I think can be a challenge or what kind of can uh, a lot of times contribute to that is um, uh, too much criticism. Uh, whether it come from evaluation uh, by comparison uh, to other relationships, just like you know was being pointed out to you, you know if I'm if I'm feel like I'm always in the, uh, being compared to you know this other couple that you really loved so much and you idolized or uh, or to your father and the way that he took care of you and all that kind of thing, like that starts to build up on the inside of me where I go, ooh. I'm not even. There's no way for me to uh, to go forward because I literally am not those people. Mm-hmm. Um, it can be really hard. Yeah, and I think so. That is um, a lot of how a man, so a woman, can make sure um, a wife can make sure a man feels um, like he is respected and honored and the one. And even if he's, you know feeling down or this or that that she that he can still feel and and let me tell you how i think that i want you know because here's a man telling a woman yeah how that can really help is um i need you to look for ways for me to win 
I need you almost to set up a win the way that you would for our kids. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, uh, sometimes we just think that uh, critiquing uh, each other is the way to get the person to do what they need to do or to step into the role the way that they need to step into. But in actuality, especially for a man, that can be too heavy. Yeah. Um, but if, uh, you know, for example, if your expectation is for me to uh, open the car door, well, guess what? Don't go stomping to the car door, <laughs> open it and close it as fast as you can and say you didn't get there. Mm-hmm. Wait. Yeah. Step back from the door and wait there. <laughs> Let me know. Set me up, mm-hmm. right? And when I open the door, because when I go, oh, gosh, she's standing there. I know. Oh, gosh, I know what that is. And I open the door. This is just an example. Yeah. Practically. And I open the door. I, I want you to look at me and go, thanks. You're just such a gentleman. Mm-hmm. Um, and so <laughs> we're not fragile egos, but I, there is something inside of us that says we should be able to handle this. We should be able to uh, to carry this and, and to keep a smile on our wife's face. And if we can't, it's tough. Right. And I think that uh, just backing up a little bit that um, it's not your job to keep a smile on my face. Mm-hmm. Right, you know? right. I do think that there's that dynamic at play as well. Mm-hmm. That like if you're feeling, if I'm setting you up for wins, if I'm honoring you, if you're, you know, feeling good about your leadership in our family's uh, life, then I think that um, part of that has to do with how you know i am feeling with my identity in christ and how you're feeling with your identity in christ you know that then i think that that well what makes that team work what you have to be careful of i think is when a woman uh if a man is not stepping into the role that he needs to as soon as he needs to sometimes a woman just steps up and starts stomping and taking care of that themselves yeah i um again i'm going back to (laughs) early teen or uh, early 20s Brie in here but um and we youth pastored for for years so this came up uh quite a bit as they were in and out of um teenage relationships but i remember having on my quote unquote uh husband list or just what i had really prayed and sought god about in a husband um was a spiritual leader and i think so often that is um either assumed or not assumed enough or just kind of not talked about but because of how i saw my dad lead our family it was very forefront for me personally and i think if you can get that balance in your home and in your marriage where you understand biblically that the husband is the um, spiritual leader and that together your helpmates I think that that alignment really kind of helps the success of the team like we're talking about well, uh, for all those of you who don't know uh, listening Brynn is a powerful personality um, she's a natural go get it type of person um, she's a lot like her mom in that way, uh, a real leader and, uh, you know, kind of sees things that need to be done and goes after it and is doing it before the rest of us are making our task list. And, uh, you know, so I am called uh, to bring leadership into a home of a powerful woman. Um, and so how important is that, uh, that, you know, it's not that 
I have to do things that you don't know how to do. It's not that. It's that a lot of things that uh, I need to do, you could do too. You could walk it out. So when you step aside and you give me place and you give me space uh, uh, to step in Mm -hmm. uh, to the role that I'm in, I think that that uh, means a whole lot. And to even then be able to say, hey, I appreciate you doing that. Right. right? Uh, You know, I think that it's not a thing uh, that, um, you know, in the past where we go is like the man is these things and the woman is these things. It's it's not that. It's that both the man and the woman are uh, beautifully, awesomely created people by God. Um, and when each person has the space to to be who they're called to be, you've got this beautiful thing he's called marriage and put together. Right. It's and supposed I, to work right. It is. And I think for the woman, like you're saying um, – the man to not feel failure and to feel successful. Mm -hmm. I think for the woman is to feel seen. Yeah. To feel, um, you know, beautiful at times, to feel adored, to feel taken care of, um, to not um, just become part of a a robot in the program of life. Right. Of um, whether it be, um, you know, just daily tasks and chores and uh, this and that, but to, um, really be seen a a woman's priority in her heart of emotional connection uh is way underestimated by us fellas as we think a if i accomplish great things and i earn the paycheck and i bring it home the bacon or whatever Mm -hmm. she should be happy and we're like no the priority in her heart is emotional connection is the nurturing of the family is that everyone from yes the husband to um, little Balin uh, mm-hmm. is is seen and valued when that uh, is the case in the side of a woman's heart. It's tough to uh, just try to practically get through the week. And I think <laughs> that, um, and I'm even speaking for myself. With I think that that if that is like your focus, or if that is just one thing, I think that's what I'm trying to say. If that's one thing you're going for, is that I feel seen. Mm-hmm. Um, it. I think it opens my heart and door to everything then, you right. know, to to the leadership, to intimacy, to, um, you know, just not having an expectation met to, uh, you know, all of the mundane da- mm-hmm. daily everything, just that little bit of being able to feel seen from you, um, and which I think that you do such an awesome job, but um really opens me opens you up to one another right and i think that that's true of both things that we've talked about um when a man feels respected and revered um it unlocks the parts of him that is the leader mm-hmm. you know what i mean right and so he steps into the role that she longs for him to step into in the first place right and that interesting and so like you know when i uh, uh slow down and uh look at you and say hey i just want you to know i love being here with you uh, as we are rushing through life, uh, kind of deal, and the way that that unlocks you mm-hmm. uh, to then, you know, be that supporter, encourager, nurturer, uh, all that kind of thing that that we need. It's it's a wild thing, uh, but it's just you know Ephesians five says right. just like this. Uh, you want to know what a marriage is like? It's Jesus in the church. Mm-hmm. The way that Jesus lays his life down. Uh, right for the church and that the church uh, submits uh, 
to Jesus. It's this mutual, uh, and I, this is the biggest thing for me, and we've just got a minute here, but uh, it's this mutual thing of like, Jesus and the church for, are forever inseparable. We're in this together. Right. And uh, I've got to see you succeed and vice versa. They're, they'll never be separated in the same way with the um, husband and wife. We will never be separated again. We are one. And so I want you to win. Even when we're in a fight, my goal is to uh, communicate for understanding, not for win or lose, because ultimately I need you to win because you're part of me. Right. Uh, uh, and this is what it says in Ephesians 5, when I, as a husband, love my wife, it's like loving my own self is what it says. It does. Because that's who you are. Uh, you're one together. Yeah, so we hope that this was encouraging to those of you listening that uh, love really is uh Teamwork, teamwork, and partnership mm-hmm. together, and um, just want to encourage you to take a minute if you've been married a long time or even a short time, just reflect on those uh, moments of what made you fall in love first. What um, those moments that you know you, that bring a smile to your face, and then start there. Share that with one another. Don't assume, but just remember you're a team. And uh, God has designed you to um, win together. Uh, This has been Family Stories on Expression Radio. We hope you are enjoying today's show. We believe that God has given us a voice to impact communities and regions all over the world. If you would like to make sure that voice is heard, please partner with us today by visiting www.expressionradio.org and click Donate. You can also text give by texting the dollar amount followed by the word radio to the number 84321. First time text givers, please choose Expression Church of Huntington when prompted. All gifts are tax deductible. Join us as we change the world.